1: TLC-AM, W236-CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's community connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM.
2: And good afternoon. Welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Friday, November. Friday, Friday, Friday. November 17th. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sky, for the applause line. Uh, very much appreciated on a day like today. Because it's Friday. Open lines and we can review the entire show. Open lines and we can review. Um I do believe, yep, that's what we got, open lines and we can review. Um, So let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Hey, James. (laughs) Hey, Tina, how are you? I am fine, 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 doing well, doing well. How about yourself? Yeah,
3: me too, and I I like how you put it, open lines and we can review, so
2: here we go. There we go. Well, we got to get to the weather first.
3: Oh yeah, the weather. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, it's wet. You know, <laughs> it, it is wet. But you know what? We're in the midst of a change right here. Where we're going to change to cooler temperatures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't know it because we're already at sixty degrees. However, mm-hmm. however, Tina, later mm-hmm. today, later today, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to feel it when you step out of the studio, wow. going home or wherever you're going to go because. It's Probably
2: be, home. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm silly. And, uh, Probably home.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, we've got cloudy skies, and uh, we had about, oh, like a third of an inch of rain this morning across the area. Some areas south got a little bit more than that. But um, we'll see some peaks of the sun. I don't know. Sun's setting now around... 35, 30 in that area, and I don't know. We'll see some sun. It depends on how quickly those clouds push out of the area, how the wind pushes them. They could linger for the rest of the day, or we could see some full sunshine. So it's a toss up there. But we'll transition into cooler temperatures. So break out your your, your coats and your light jackets and stuff, because uh, over the next few days, we'll be back to normal around the 50 degrees mm-hmm. mark. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Um any any uh, hints uh, so far regarding the Thanksgiving Day forecast?
3: Yeah, right now we're looking at really cool temperatures that uh, the temperature won't get over 40 or around the 40 degree mark on Thanksgiving. But like I said, things could change. Um, but that long range mm-hmm. forecast right now has it really cold on Thanksgiving Day. Um, you know, mm-hmm. for all those great volunteers who are out there for the Mozo Sanders Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. giveaway feast, um, you know, they better wrap up. And the people who are uh, out, you know, doing outdoor—what's it called? <laughs> Pre-Black Friday shopping. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that starts mm. like Thanksgiving night now. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, you better wrap up. So it looks cold, Tina. It could change. That could always change, but that's what they're saying right now.
2: Mm. Uh, yeah, it always intrigues me that Black Friday thing. Um Getting or staying up and just shopping all night. What I have found over the years is that there's a lot more waiting than there is shopping because these deals are so very good that it's just really difficult uh, to get them. And a lot of times by the time you get to the deals or get to your place in line. Uh, you know, they'll put like maybe 10 out, maybe 10 yeah. uh, 80, 89 inch televisions for $5. They'll put 10 of them out and get people out to shop, and then, you know, they have. I, you know, some of the gimmicky stuff about Black Friday Shop, I mean, that was an exaggeration. I do apologize.
3: And people are pushing and shoving to get those 10. People are pushing I and mean, shoving to on, get the know.
2: 10. And uh, so the manipulation of it uh, yeah. and the uh, just the futility of it all, a lot of times, because I've I found that I do just as well later that day or later on in the season, then I, you know, as well, and then standing in line waiting for one or two uh, items that have been, you know, strategically placed uh, to get folks out and shop early, then, you know, so I don't, I don't, I'm not really part of the crowd, I guess, if you will.
3: Uh, Black Me either, Tina. Yeah. I concur with you. Yeah. Um, you know, Black Friday is like when they want Black Friday, and it seems to last the whole Christmas season, despite mm-hmm. all of
2: the hype. Yeah, there's Black Friday deals going on right now. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I was talking yesterday about I, I went to get my tires and they're they're not available, uh, and they won't be available until next Tuesday or Wednesday. But next Tuesday, if I buy them next Tuesday, I get thirty dollars off of each tire because it's a Black Friday sale on a Tuesday on the tires. Oh, that's one hundred and twenty bucks. That's, I know that's pretty I good. Know. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I said, well, I'll just wait. I'll wait till next week and buy them. But uh, you know, so it's just uh, it isn't even Black Friday. That that'll be Tuesday. If I buy them Tuesday, then I get the discount. I get the Black Friday discount. So, yeah, it is what I it think. is. So I'll it just is, uh,
3: and, and the gimmicks, the gimmicks, the gimmicks, the
2: gimmicks. Yeah. The gimmicks, the gimmicks. Yeah, you got to... But down there. But though, for those who are hardcore shoppers, they they find you know they find the diamond in the rough anyway. They they figure out to find the, the silver lining. They find the the, the the great part of all of it. So, good yeah, for them. Yeah. You know, good for yeah. I I don't have that kind of patience to um, I don't I just don't. I mean, I like to go to get anyway. <laughs> Neither here nor there. <laughs> so many people are doing online shopping too as well. And that 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 has its pros and cons as well because while it's Always cheaper. I don't know w- when it's ever been a situation where if you buy something online, you're paying more for it than if you buy it at a brick and mortar store. It's almost always cheaper. But uh, the flip side of that for me is I like to s- certain things. I want to see it and feel it, hold yeah. it, touch. You know, just see to, it, not a picture of it. Not a picture of it. And then if you got to go back and and uh, return it, and do, it's like just a hassle there too. So you got to weigh that in the balance as well. So
3: yeah. So we got Black Friday, and then
2: what's that called on Monday? Cyber Monday. Uh, What's another something Tuesday? Yeah, they're they're all in in line there. So <laughs> yeah, they're all in line to get your money. <laughs> they, they want that transfer. Yes, that they do. They do. They do indeed. So uh, James, today is the last day. Today is speaking of of holidays, holiday shopping, and what have you. Um, this is the final day on Community Connection uh, for uh, listeners to be able to get a free um, a free car pass for the upcoming yeah. for the. Why do I keep saying upcoming? For the Christmas Nights of Light. Yeah, it's ongoing, the ongoing. It's going to be there until uh, New Year's Eve, until December 31st. Uh, we've been talking about them for the last two weeks, and uh, a lot of folks have won, and congratulations to them. Somebody's going to win in just a few minutes here, because now is the uh, your chance. If you are the 10th caller, if you are the 10th caller... Tenth caller to the number 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. You will win a free car pass to the Christmas Nights of Lights at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Uh, This pass, again, can be used any time from today uh, all the way through December 31st. and it's good for eight people, up to eight people per vehicle. I guess as many as you can pile in there, eight. If you can get eight in a vehicle, good for you. Uh, and uh, new this year, James, uh, you know, we talked about in years past, it's been um, a tremendously long wait. Some people waiting in line hours to, to get to go to the drive through You can reserve your spots now. You can reserve your spots now. So your reservation time. Kind of like if you've been to, like, a museum or... I guess they do it at amusement parks as well, where when you get your ticket and you you book your arrival time, and so you go in with that particular group during that allotted time. You you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. And why? Tell, why do they do that? Why? why uh, to control they?
2: the flow and keep it going, so that they don't have people waiting in line forever. Um, it just it just keeps it moving a little bit better. I think it works. I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Um, Three one seven two.
3: You sure have had a lot of people calling for those tickets.
2: Yes, we have. We just need the 10th caller, and we want to say congratulations to the winner. We don't have one yet, so folks are still calling, 317-239-1310. Now, even though today is the last day on Community Connection that we're going to be offering free... Uh, car passes. All the way through Sunday, you can get a discounted car pass if you didn't happen to win a free one. All the way through Sunday, November 19th. Now through November 19th, you've got a couple more days left to get $10 off the $30 ticket price of the car pass. $10 off the $30 ticket price. Uh, Just go to christmasnightsoflights.com christmasnightsoflights.com and then when you check out, use the discount code Moselle M-O-Z-E-L. When you check out, use the discount code Moselle, they'll take automatically take $10 off your $30 ticket price, and in the process, they're going to automatically donate $5 of your total purchase to the Moselle Sanders Foundation. That's a deal. Quite a deal. Quite a deal. So, um... But there's only a few days left to do that. Today is the last day for the free car pass. Uh, Sunday is the last day for the discounted uh, car passes. And up, oh, just like that, we have a winner. Uh, Lydia has won the tickets. All right. Lydia, congratulations. Enjoy the show. Uh, Congratulations. Enjoy the show. It's a nice one. And uh, if anyone is still calling, uh, Lydia has claimed it. She was the 10th caller. And we thank everyone for calling in. We do appreciate you. We do appreciate you. But you still have a chance now through Sunday to get a discounted price on uh, your ticket, if you want to still go and see the Christmas Nights of Lights, just go to christmasnightsoflights.com, enter the coupon code MOZELL at checkout, M-O-Z-E-L at checkout, and you'll automatically get $10 uh, off your ticket price and automatically donate to the Moselle sanders foundation uh and they're uh they're big uh they're they're coming down the home stretch too i guess a lot of us are coming down the home stretch uh, you know regarding thanksgiving you know folks are starting to you know they're going to start getting their travel plans in place and um, you know, if if they're gonna travel, get their cook. My cousin uh, called me a few minutes ago, and uh, she they were in the grocery store, and she was like, "My goodness, it is crowded in here like crazy." And I'm like, "Wow, yeah. that's you know about a week. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, yeah, folks are getting their last minute stuff together to cook. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like being caught in those cooking crowds either. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, if you
3: go. Had off hours. I mean, people are so afraid that mm-hmm. what they what they're going for mm-hmm. uh, is not going to be there. I mean, and, you know, in Thanksgiving, uh, the traditional Thanksgiving dinner and the mm-hmm. turkey, the dressings, mm-hmm. the yams, the mm-hmm. green beans. Uh, I mean, that kind of stuff. There's lots of that. I mean, I, you know, and turkey prices, I I heard um, mm-hmm. were not. They're not terribly down. Uh, not down. Let me. Say this: They're not down much at all, but they're not—they're not up. They're not. There's no increase in, mm-hmm. in turkey prices because mm-hmm. last year, remember, they had to kill a lot of those birds because of some uh, the bird flu disease and a lot of
4: mm-hmm. uh,
3: uh, other problems. They had to kill the the a lot of turkeys that rose uh, r- raised the, the price for turkey. But mm-hmm. this year, that's not the case. There's an abundance of turkeys, uh, in in uh, available. So. Uh, you know things like yams and 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 uh, potatoes for for mashed, All that stuff is available. So, but people think, oh, if I don't get over there, if I don't go now, mm-hmm. there won't be any. And that's kind of the. You know that that's kind of the mindset that that drives that traffic and then you got those crowds
2: oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you yeah you got the crowds all you gotta do is say only uh, only the, the left anyway uh but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Moselle Sanders uh when, you know i talked about it a little bit the 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 foundation is still as i said you know as everyone is wrapping up and and, and winding down uh you can always donate uh you know even if you don't buy a ticket to Christmas nights of lights uh, um, you can go to Uh You can text mm-hmm. to donate uh, and uh, text the word Moselle to the number 53555. Again, text the word Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L, to the number 53555. Or, again, go to mozelsanders.org. Now, if you want to call, uh, you'd rather call than use the digital uh, option. The, they've got a number, too, and you can call to volunteer. You can call to request a meal. You can call to do a lot of different things. The number takes care of a lot of different requests, and that number is 317 636 six three six seven nine eight five three one seven six three six seven nine eight five. 317 636 So uh, there we have it. They're ready to go. So we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Ready to go. So James, a, a big, uh, big week. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. News, news-wise, uh, locally, regionally, nationally, internationally, it's just, it's just been ongoing, oh, nonstop, you know, nonstop. We can't.
3: Uh, we, we can't. I mean, I know you like to just kind of mm-hmm. decompress and take a break from it, uh, you know, and I do too, every now and then. But if if you do for a minute, you're going to miss something because things. Yeah are happening just one after the other. So
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had our monthly visit. Um, we talked about this Wednesday a little bit. Uh, but, you know, it's we can review. And by the way, the lines are open, uh, the entire show, 317-239-1310 for whatever you may want to discuss. 317-239-1310. James and I are just going to go over a few things. But um, uh, IMPD had their monthly visit here with us. Um, and uh, they are... You know, it's it's interesting, despite all of the the, the problems that either are real or perceived or or both, um, they still want to connect with the community. Uh, and so one of the they do. yeah the they commander do. the Northwest District Commander was here to talk about their coffee with the cop and a detective uh, outreach that they have on the regular uh, Commander Lewis yeah Commander Lewis He's Lorenzo a Lewis community guy yeah yeah he really is 38 years so he kind of knows yeah. and um, you know as 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 it would have, you know, when we have police here, a lot of people were frustrated, um, you know, some of the things pretty tragic, you know, uh, a woman had lost her son to police, uh, a police action shooting, uh, just just yeah. so many different things um, had uh, <laughs> taken place. But they come, they, they, regardless of what the situation is, and we say that all the time, they'll, they'll sit down. They, they they, never back out. Uh, there's not a, a month that since I've been here, uh, there's not a Tuesday that I know know... of that impd says we'd rather not come so they 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 come
4: come Mm -hmm. and they
3: answer questions to the best of their ability to do so Mm -hmm. you know uh, sometimes they can't talk about ongoing cases there's a witness Mm -hmm. to um you know to deal with and witness statements Mm -hmm. to 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 get and to witnesses to protect Mm -hmm. and and they and they do come um and, and and to their credit they they ask the community, they're continually, mm-hmm. and the community in a, in large measure has mm-hmm. responded, but continually reaching out, Tina, to the community to help us, yeah. to help us, to help us. What did you see? Somebody knows something
2: that we can solve this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Um, and then also... Uh, I don't. Did we talk? We, we may have. Some sometimes I, I, I can't recall. But anyway, uh, there was a press release. Indiana Black Expo and the Urban League are calling for answers following the abrupt the abrupt uh, resignation of the uh, the Newfields uh, CEO, uh, Dr. Burnett. And um, you know that is so complicated. Uh, and and convoluted, but I do agree with IBE and the Urban League is that we would like a little bit more of an explanation because she resigned. Uh, She was hired in the midst of a storm. You know, she was hired to to calm a storm, if you will, um, to help calm a storm, a community storm, community concerns about uh, how they were conducting business at Newfields, how who they were trying to appeal to at Newfields, and uh, some of those appeals uh, were just flat out racist sounding, whether they were true or not. And so uh, she was she was brought on uh, an African American female. She was brought on, and uh, less than two years into her term, she abruptly resigns. Just boom, just gone. So yeah, would like to
3: yeah, know a little bit um, more. I. You know, is, is that what you've confirmed, Tina, that she resigned? Because I don't know. I, I know.
2: Well, that you know. I haven't confirmed. I mean, that's that's. Let me put it this way. That's what has been report. That's what the report is from Newfields. Now, has that if that has changed? I.
3: No, 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 no. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I I just know it from the other day. We didn't get to it because we were talking about a lot of things. I'm a lot of say. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I had. Been prepared to talk about it, but my notes say her sudden departure at that time. I didn't know that she mm. had resigned. Yeah, um, there was a question of whether she'd resign, uh, yeah,
4: Pierce, yeah, she would resigned.
2: Yeah, That everything or, I've uh, read is yeah. is regarding the sudden resignation. Um, okay. And this this release from um, uh, IBE and the Urban League, the Indiana Black Expo and Indianapolis Urban League, are releasing the following joint statement on the resignation of Dr. Colette Burnett uh, from Newfields. Um, And so and then they go on, due to the nature of the announcement and the negative perception it's created, the Newfields board leadership owes the community an explanation about the resignation of Dr. Colette Burnett.
3: Okay, um, the resignation. Dr. Burnett was appointed president and CEO mm-hmm. 15 months ago. 15 months, you yeah. alluded to, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was hired, as you said, also following a controversy, mm-hmm. including accusations accusations of racism, which were not the first time that was leveled. No, at uh, Newfield uh, regarding mm-hmm. Newfield. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the first black, Afro-American, African-American, whatever you want to call, it, the first woman of color. From mm-hmm. the African American persuasion to hold that position,
4: mm-hmm. um,
3: it seemed like they were trying to make some positive changes yeah. towards, um, you know, integrating their mm-hmm. operations over there. A, a lady by the name of Darianne Christian was named subsequently yeah. Yeah. as yeah. the first black woman to chair the Newfields Board of Trustees, mm-hmm. and last month, just in October. Belinda Tate, a black woman, was hired as museum director in October 2023. So, I mean, it looks like they were trying to move towards that direction. So, yeah, the community deserves at least an explanation. Um, you know, I know personnel matters can be, yeah, they, this is private, you know, companies say that, personnel matter, but this is a different scenario where a apparently a black woman was put in to quell some of the controversy surrounding charges of, of, of racial treatment, racial animosity by Newfield.
2: But, you know, were they ready for that? Was the board and was the organization ready? My, mm, <laughs> I know this is going to sound... But anyway, I'm going to say it. Sometimes uh, reactions, when when the heat is on and the pressure is on, uh, reactions can be knee-jerk. And you can grab the first person you see, the second person you see, the third person you see to put up the facade. That, Mm. hey, look, look, this is what we are done. Window dressing. Window dressing. Uh, And then it hasn't been thought through. It hasn't, you know, the the, the proper preparation hasn't been made. Uh, Sometimes it's better to... To wait, I mean you know I, I don't know not not wait, but to make sure that you've got the right fit, you know make sure it's the right fit for her, make sure it's the right fit make sure you have the right support systems in place I, I'm not really uh, it doesn't make sure impress she me has
3: the authority that a CEO and president she, the,
2: the, the right support system, the right infrastructure, yeah. everything in place it doesn't impress me that a black face is, is now the head and see that that tells me nothing except that yeah. you grabbed a black person and put him yeah. up front. it's it's the truth. I'm just I don't mean to sound so blunt, but that didn't tell me anything. I mean, I I see she's she's extremely qualified in what she was doing. But does that does that sync up with the mission, the vision uh, and and the strategies of what are to be or what are uh, new fields, uh, you know, new fields going forward? Did it? Did it not? I don't know. Did they think it through? Did they put so? Did they put her in a situation where she wasn't really where she, where where she, she could was gonna, not succeed. she succeed? Couldn't succeed. I don't know. I don't know. Did, did they give her the authority? Did they of give the her, her the president and C- yeah, CEO? So. I, I I just the, the whole thing sounds like it was handled rather clumsily from a PR perspective to me. I'm just I'm just saying it's None of my none of my area, but it just felt it just feels clumsy, just
5: saying, huh? It's it, it it if it looks like a duck. Quack, yeah, like quack, like quack like a
2: duck, duck quack, whatever, like quack, a duck. Yeah. Might mm-hmm. mm-hmm. be a duck. Might be a duck. Quack, quack. Yeah. Um anyway. Um, <laughs> and I yeah, I gotta get the inside scoop on that, and I have none. I have none. Uh miserable conditions for residents of Luger Tower. Uh this came out as well this yeah. week, James. Concerned clergy. Terrible. Baptist Ministers Alliance. Um, I, I'm with them hundred percent. This is this is unthinkable. That um, that our seniors and, and humans, humans in general, should have to live under conditions like this. Just unbelievable. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I remember they've been having problems with that. Forever. For, yes. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Forever. For years. And, and I remember going in there and... I, I refuse to get on the elevator because the people in the mm. lobby were saying, hey, you better not take that. The stairs are over here because it stops a lot. I mean, I'm not saying that's their problem now, but they have had to fight for just just decent sanitary conditions in that place. Tell me about Apparently it. Apparently it's not solved
2: yet. No, no. Uh, human living conditions, you know, just... just- Yeah, so uh, uh, the the Concerned Clergy and the Baptist Ministers Alliance say that the uh, leadership of the Indianapolis Housing Agency um, uh, need to do the right thing, and they need to do it now. And I could not agree with them uh, more on that because a little bit late. Now, did you hear about—I mean, I I really got upset about this. Okay, IPS was finally— Ruled, got a judge's, you know, a court ruling in their favor mm-hmm. that they were no longer bound, that they are now exempt from the one dollar charter school rule. You know that, you know that yes, one.
3: Yes, I, I
6: looked at that.
2: And Rakita sticks his nose in and asks for a stay That's- of the ruling because he thinks charter schools. Oh my goodness, he. What, what is it with this man? Attorney,
3: Todd Rakita. Todd
2: Rakita, the Indiana State Attorney General. Todd Rakita, uh, is supposed to be the Attorney General for the entire state of Indiana. What business is it of his with IPS and their uh, finances?
3: Absolutely. I mean. You're sticking your one's nose somewhere where it's not supposed to be it seems like to be his forte, That's what he his forte. to do because mm-hmm. I could name a couple other things that he's done where people could look at that and say you know what what is he doing is he running for president in 2028 I mean mm-hmm. what what is his what is his goal here but yeah the judge says that and I, you know it, it's based upon a rule I um, the judge based it upon how the legislature changed the law, saying that IPS mm. did not mm. did not have to uh, sell a, a building uh,
2: one dollar and make it available to a One dollar, right? Yeah. Particularly because they they changed the law the
3: legislature changed the law if a school district uh, uh, shares money with charter schools they don't they're not subject to that and that's what the judge ruled yeah, um, yeah And so uh, you know
2: and the, uh, like correctly so I might say I mean I don't know, what do I know but it feels right that's that sounds about right
3: exactly I mean you can't expect IPS they already are shortchanged in the yes they um, are. in the state government funding formula which uh, favors Charter, private, suburban—you name it. Other than urban schools in that funding formula, they're already shortchanged. Now, a judge says, "Okay, you, you don't have to sell it for a dollar. You can sell it for five hundred thousand dollars, which they just—which is that?
2: Yeah, that's what they're getting ready to do. And uh, yeah. and what they're trying to do with the that money that they make off of these buildings is to serve more students that have, you know, differing needs." Yeah. Like students with mental mental health issues, students with development, they're trying to do better by their students. And this real estate that they can now take possession of and, and, and put it on the market like anybody, any other business would be able to do, helps them to do that.
3: And, uh, you know, the legislature, I know they're trying to help charter schools, but, but come on. I mean, some of the things that we mentioned about how accountability is not there, and I know... Um, before we, you know, it, you know, as Dion and others have said, and rightly so, that there are some charters that are working well.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on a McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken, they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
3: But you don't just want to, you know, make IPS sell their for a dollar. Um, so that all of them turn out to be charters. I mean, I can start a charter school and say, hey, I got a dollar. Give me a billing. I mean, that, that's ridiculous.
2: Uh, my sentiments exactly, James. <laughs> it's beyond ridiculous. And yeah. and again, Todd Rakita. just, mm, I don't know yeah. about that, man. He, I don't know. But uh, anyway, well, uh, we are, uh, like I said, the lines are open 317 239 1310. 317 239 1310. We're going to take a quick commercial break right here and get back to open lines and more we can review right after this.
1: Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise, AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station.
2: And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Open lines, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. And we can review. Uh, James, we were just talking about uh, the Newfield's uh, CEO, uh, Sudden Resignation, and uh, Sky was... uh, Uh, thoughtful enough to look up a little bit more and sent me, I think I sent it to you, an IBJ article that uh, says two Newfields board members resigned before the CEO's departure was announced. So the plot thickens. We we always knew there was more.
3: I mean, we're going to find out what really happened. I mean, a lot of times these corporations try to You know, kind of tamp down on um, personnel moves uh, Mm -hmm. at the top, Uh, but the stuff eventually comes out. Trust Mm -hmm. me.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's hard to to tell. But then you got two board members who resigned
3: shortly before her departure. What does that tell us?
2: What Mm -hmm. does that tell us? That that, that there was Mm, some oil there. Yeah, a lot of things they could tell. Yeah, some turmoil. Um, okay, it's not letting me in to read the uh, entire yeah, article. Yeah, I think
3: you have to be. You
2: have got a paywall
3: uh, up. You got. You have to be one of their subscribers. Yeah, they've
2: got a paywall I up. Way to get it. But, to get it. Uh, I bet. appreciate Sky. Send that to us. I'll figure out another way to. Yeah, uh, yeah. go in the back way to to read it yeah. and some of the comments. But you know, it is. Uh, yeah, it's said... Uh, You know, in the overall scheme of things, though, when you look at the museums uh, in Indianapolis, is Newfields one of the first ones that you think about? I mean... When I think of museums, I think about the ones that are on the White River Parkway, you know, down there on the White River, that are anchored by the NCAA headquarters. You know, the Idle Jorg, uh, the Indiana State Museum, um, and then, of course... White River Gardens. White River Gardens, yeah. And, of course, the internationally uh, celebrated Children's Museum of Indianapolis. I mean, Newfields just seems like, um, you know, even though it said... I read somewhere where it has one of the, the largest collections of something. I don't know. But, it, it you know, in terms of a player on the, the regular rotation of, of museums, I don't. I don't know that it has ever been Well,
3: uh, you're absolutely right, they probably have uh, and and don't forget IMAX, I mean those are not museums Mm -hmm. and neither is White River Gardens, but they are right there with those museums, the Mm -hmm. the NCAA Mm
4: -hmm, uh, mm -hmm.
3: definitely, you know, uh, has uh, museum artifacts in there related to -hmm. to college basketball if you go in there, there's exhibits and stuff like that, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of off on its own and it's not, like you said, the top tier when you think of indianapolis museums and part of it is because of this this controversy uh you know what was it the line that that got the 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 previous ceo
2: packing oh Um, we are our core we we continue to we we like to cater to our core white uh something audience or audience audience or, or base uh that's who we want to keep coming to the museum basically we don't you know, we don't want everybody to come. We want to just stay with our core.
3: I mean, dichotomy like that, thinking like that, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's not conducive to making your museum a multicultural attraction. It's just not. Oh,
2: no, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's, it's just kind of like an afterthought. Uh, yeah, you know, It's is kind of an afterthought, and uh, I don't know. We'll see, but uh, like you say, we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Um, oh. The, uh, we had, uh, Councillor Maggie Lewis, uh, was on the other day, uh, Wednesday. She was on, you were here, you were mm-hmm. here when yeah. she was on Wednesday and they, you know, they've kind of, they're kind of exhaling the city County Council, the city government is exhaling about to, everybody's about to switch, not everybody, but a lot of the numbers of districts is about to change for a lot of people, um and uh, areas coverage and so the names behind who is my city county councilman or person who is my city county council representative there a lot for a lot of us including you me and a whole lot of other folks has changed
3: uh, and uh, after we had that conversation Tina I went on the city's website indi.gov uh-huh. and um I tried to find the new map but I couldn't so I'm gonna keep searching because I, I maybe it's just me. I couldn't find.
2: Oh know, yeah, media. I've I, seen that somewhere, and I'm trying to remember where I saw that. Yeah, but I have seen that somewhere. Uh, so, um, but we we said, and uh, you know, it's circling back to my tires uh, that we want to. I I, I think Councillor Lewis, you know, let us know that um, there's going to be a lot of money over the next five years, five-year plan to uh, to address uh the infrastructure primarily streets and lights uh and let's hope that it gets more attention than not though I mean you ask a yeah. very good question about who goes to the top of the line when this money's being doled out, yeah, uh, and when you know the attention is being given to certain folks so uh yeah, and uh, you know something that she
3: said too caught my ear because i mean she she basically said what we thought is she said, well, we leave it up to the experts. Um, and with respect to Councilman Lewis, that means that basically bureaucrats who answer to the mayor, who answer to politicians, um, they, the, the leaders of the city, that is, they're the ones who make the decision on which
2: streets will be paved. Period. Yeah, yeah. And, and based on dr- data, you know, which yeah. as we know how data is. Yeah, we know how down it is and who
3: interprets it and who decides. That, that decision is in their bailiwick. It's in their lap. Their lap. They decide. The DPW, Department mm-hmm. of Public Works, decides whose streets get paved. That's what mm-hmm. she says. We rely on them. Now, uh, she did say that contact your city county councilman because they, they uh, conversate, they They interact they counsel with the with the city county council people but the ultimate decision is theirs and that's 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 the disconnect to me that's you know that's that's not fully representative government we pay taxes you ought to hear one of my neighbors uh, um, Esther you ought to hear her talk about how much we pay in taxes and uh, you know we can't see the result in in our streets around us now not that our streets are all that bad but they got to be constantly improved and when we see this money going into certain areas around universities around downtown you know around the speedway around the um let's say the Indiana state fair let's you know we want it in the neighborhoods and I, and I understand that of the 25 million that they've slated to be spent over this budget cycle, um, that at least 3 million of it, if I'm not right, at least 3 million of it is for neighborhoods. So, you know, I just don't like the indirect, uh, just me, my personal, mm-hmm. opinion. I just don't like the indirect, um, mm-hmm. You know, the way it's set up indirectly, how the the citizen doesn't really have a say in their tax dollars being spent. It's a decision by the bureaucracy, the Department of Public Work.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That that, yeah. that bugs me.
2: Yeah, indeed. And sadly, James, uh, for the second time in, in a week, I guess, a teenager, a child under the age of what uh, 14 or 15 has been shot and killed. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, uh, the, uh, you know, community groups are calling for uh, more accountability regarding that area as well. But I, how, how do we stop it?
3: Well, it's a 23rd youth homicide that, that we had. Well, we had a teenager um, mm. killed, shot and killed, I believe it was yesterday. Yesterday, was yeah. 14-year-old um, is a, a teenage girl. Kalia May Dean. Um, they were called mm-hmm. out to uh, on the uh, east side. Uh, uh, police were called yesterday evening around 7:20 to uh, 32nd in Emerson, and mm-hmm. there were there were um, I believe there were two people shot at mm-hmm. that location,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and
3: mm-hmm. she was later pronounced dead at the scene.
2: Yeah, and how old? What 15? she was 14 14 14
3: and then tina less than 24 hours hours earlier at the villages at the mill crossing uh lyles 14 a Mm -hmm. basketball player tina and and at the indiana math and science academy doesn't sound like a kid that's just you know out there in the street was Mm -hmm. gunned down uh by by a car um you know with with two or three people in there they said that was watching them people saw the car watching them and then um then drove by and you know started firing and he got hit and then here's what a a young a young warren bullock a a young guy told uh uh fox 59 and i'm i'm going to read his quote for everybody what they're doing is they're going around, and I have no way to verify this. I'm going to tell you that. But this is a witness who told the news station, Fox 59. They're going around, breaking into these cars, getting guns. Um, that's what they do, especially in the summertime. It was bad. Mm. They ran around here, and they plot uh, They PLOT P l o t on people's cars. They break in your Your car, get your gun, and they, they running around here like that, bro. In the quote,
2: yeah, I saw Um, that in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: (sighs) So you know, I mean, I just think it's it's it's. I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to just be haranguing on this, but I was thinking about it, and and so I looked up, you know, I, I read some of the information, some of the comments from the community, and. America's GDP, the gross domestic product mm. in 1945 I looked it up was 212 billion by the end of the 50s it was 500 had more than doubled 503 billion the average family income had risen from 4300 per year to 6000 per year fast forward to 2022 just last year current dollar GDP increased 9.2% or 2.5 trillion in 22 to a level of this is US's GDP 25.46 trillion dollars in twenty twenty-five. that's our GDP. It, it, we don't have a, a wealth problem. We we have you know we have enough money, but it seems that we have lost something. We we have everything that we want. It seems that we have lost something although black people are still 6 to 1 wealth well, behind yeah, white. Yeah, I was going to
2: say it's the way that the, the yeah. money is just Distributed the distribution of it all uh, is what's causing uh, the the problems because it's not distributed. It's not there's not access. There's not equal access, and there's certainly not uh, equal distribution. And so, therefore, that sows the seeds of resentment, bitterness, anger, uh, and things that yeah that just gets out of control. But yes, absolutely. Yes.
3: Uh, Well, and then I would add that it 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 yeah that there's still the gap, but. um, you know money for everybody uh prosperity for everybody has risen it's just it's a huge gap but what i'm saying is that we're we're extremely we're more wealthy even the poorest of us are more wealthy than we were in the 40s and the 50s and still we 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 you know we can't seem to and actually it has exacerbated we continue to kill one another that's what I'm saying. So I, I, I don't even know. I believe that it could help if they, if they fix that problem where we started with a, a 50 to 100 yard deficit um, in the race, and we're still behind. Um, according to, you know, what they were saying, uh, uh, black people were like it was uh, seven to one. Um, you know, about 30 years ago, now it's still, it's like 6 to 1, so incrementally, incrementally, we have not risen up, we have, uh, home ownership is around, still in the 30s, 35 to, to 39% for, for, for black people in Indiana, in Indianapolis in particular, and in, in, in white ownership is much higher than that, that still has not been solved, but what I'm saying is it's much better for us, and still... Still, it's not stopping us from killing one another. I, I believe if you fixed it, Tina, I believe if you fixed it, that would go a long way, the poverty. But that's no excuse in my view, because I came from an impoverished background. Um, thank God I, I didn't end up, you know, as one of the statistics, because I very well could have. And um, I was able to overcome with the help of God. But, I, you know, I, I, I don't see... I don't see any. They just continue to kill one another as if no lives matter, even their
2: own. Mm. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Lines are open. Uh, open lines on Community Connection the rest of the way out. Tina Cosby here uh, with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Tina.
5: Hey, James. How are you guys doing? Hey, Jeff. How are yeah. you doing? You uh, uh Yeah. Where do you want to start? Where do we start? You know, I mean, you've you know, done multiple shows on this very subject about these, this generation of young folks. And I know James talked about it numerous times. You know, they, this this self-hatred, this self-destructive pattern that these kids have embraced. And, and instead are getting younger, 14, 15, 16 years old, what is a 15-year-old doing running around with a gun? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Second Amendment guy, but I don't think a picture is at that maturity level, mature enough to walk around with a guy. What do you guys think about that?
4: Well,
2: no, I mean, no, they're not mature enough to win. nobody. Some no, forty, no, years and,
3: and part of it is because the legislature um, has. Instituted permitless carriers, so it's added to the proliferation of guns, guns, guns here, guns yeah, there, yeah. guns everywhere. Right, and so and they don't, yeah, you and know, and they're that, not mature enough to
8: know how to handle
5: them. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you're, you know, you, you you don't have the maturity level to have a use. How should I say? You know, use ways to de escalate these situations. You're 15. You know, when I was 15, I mean, we went out to the parking lot. I promise I might go to the parking lot. Best man, best woman win, and that's it. You're all buddies again. Now, these guys, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, it's really getting sad. This young man was just killed here the other day. I mean, you know, uh, it seemed like he had his whole world ahead of him, and now he's gone. Yeah. All because some, some, individuals who decided to dress up in all black and sit in the car Mm with obviously they're cowards because they're going to cover their faces up
3: they did
4: yeah
5: so uh, is it is it the parents is it the count is it the uh the subculture uh popular culture is it just poor education economics i mean where do we start and we're gonna be having this conversation next week you know probably you know and uh uh, you know, I was talking to a, a 19-year-old not too long ago. I'm not exaggerating, Teen and James. I mean, I was talking to a 19-year-old. He heard a song. Awesome, that's right. I don't care who gets mad or upset. It was these you know, gangster rap songs. But they call black women all kind of B-words and call each other the N-word and, and glorified and selling drugs and shooting each other. I guess that's hip and cool right now. And he wanted to carjack somebody, because he heard a song. And he wanted to carjack somebody, take the police with a high-speed chase, crash the car, and have a shootout with the police. That was what he wanted to do. 19 years old. 19 years old, I was at hitting the ball state. So, uh, you know, uh, I I don't know. I mean, we're dealing with a clockwork orange situation. Mm. Yeah. Where these kids are just as basically and it just ain't the black kids either. These white kids are just as rot you know, just as bad too, you know. Yeah. You know, just I mean was so each generational that was white kid. Yeah, the one with the AR fifteen, the one yeah. Pointed a gun at another kid and pulled a trigger. A yeah. White, yeah, those are you know, those are white kids, you know, and uh uh, you know, hey, you know, when I was fifteen years old, uh I didn't want to shoot nobody. I mean, I didn't want to go to jail. I mean, I wasn't breaking into somebody's house. Well, see, that,
2: that, there's there's where the, the, the disconnect. I mean, it seems like there seems to be or doesn't seem to be an appreciation for the consequences or the results of actions. No. There, There doesn't seem to be much of an agree. appreciation or a respect. I mean... Uh, One, you know, my my kids' godparents said that they they're noticing that uh, there's a a growing number of youngsters in this generation that have been taught to expect instead of respect. And I always respected uh, enough about right from wrong to know I didn't want to do wrong because I didn't, I, I believed, them. you know, I did no not want to do wrong. There's consequences. And uh, the other thing is that, you know, a lot of expectations, I think I've talked about this before, too. We all knew that we were expected to, to do certain things and to behave a certain way. And and too often, not all the time, but too often, especially in today's uh, educational uh, landscape, and you know about that, James. The educational system, yeah. uh, the 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 parents of these children um, fight the schools, uh, and 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 oh, sure. and, and arrive sure. and, and arrive with an attitude that it's me against you know it's me against you, us against them, and there's no trust or no willingness to tr- even try. I mean, if you find out later on down the road, yeah. But when you when you start out already in that attitude with that, that vein that I'm not taking nothing off of you. My kid don't have to take nothing off of you. And if you dare step the wrong way, we gonna have a problem and a misunderstanding. Well, the child's already not going to learn, right? Because there's going to be, you see what I'm saying? When you, when you approach with certain attitude, instead of um, approach with an attitude of, you know, cooperation that we're all trying to work together for the betterment of this child's education. Well, how can we work together? How can we best work together when you, if you get problems down the road, okay, I get it. But, too often, that's the prob- That's a problem as well. That's far too often uh, taking oh, absolutely. place. Absolutely. And, James, you know that because you've been in the schools a lot. You, you know that. You, you've yeah. seen that.
3: They, talk to some of these teachers. They'll tell you. And some of the retired ones. Well, no, my, 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 my saying all, all of them. Some no, of them.
2: we can't say all of them, but it was too many, too many. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Jeff, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I want you to be able to say what you want to say. But some of them will cuss you
2: out. Oh, I know. I, I know. I know. I dare you. Dare you to even talk back to them. Or their child. Don't even look at my child crossways. You behave, you, yeah. you do what I tell yeah. you to do. Okay. Yeah.
3: And, and I want to say uh, this thing while you're on the right. line, too, Jeff, because and, 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 Sheila sure. had a point, too. I don't want people to think that I don't believe that discrimination, that, that, that poverty, absolutely. That the wealth gap does not count. Oh, absolutely. I read this from um, the Princeton University Department of Economics immediately after emancipation. Uh, that was in the 1865. Uh, you know, the white to black racial wealth gap in the U.S. was nearly 60 to 1. By 1920, that was some, what, uh, about thir- uh, uh, 55, 60 years later, it was 10 to 1. By 1950, it was coming up more. It was 7 to 1, getting better. But more than 70 years later, after being seven to one in nineteen fifty it remains at six to one that's a wealth gap that is a is a th- that is a component of the problem too
5: that's what I want to say oh absolutely oh absolutely james and and I totally agree with you and team my mother and sister are both school teachers and everything you two just said they have told it that to me the parents are you know it's like it's this vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Parents have no standards, no morals. No, you know, they just. I mean, it's I somehow mean,
2: somehow this this uh, this culture uh, has enveloped uh, parents, uh, a number of parents, and that is that you have to go to school and you have to carry a big stick and you have to just 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 yeah. beat up everybody that has anything to do with your child, and that's just simply not um you know I, I hate it that it is that way in some cases yeah. because it's been found to be you know like I'm I'm, I'm saying the same thing James is I'm not going to say that that hasn't happened I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen but the uh the the Cooperative nature of getting an education getting a child educated is is out the window because parents don't want to cooperate with the schools and the schools uh not all teachers are perfect some of them are downright horrible but yeah, you can't approach absolute, every yeah. single one. Yeah, it's and just they're,
5: they're against your child.
2: That every, everybody's not against your child. Yeah, everybody.
5: But you well, know there we go. Was, were, but did you? But the question is, do they have their own child's best interest? Obviously not. Well, they. I mean, my parents, my parents were well involved with them. what I learned in school and my future. They were, they, mm-hmm. they were invested in. It. You don't have that no more. You know. Um,
2: Well, it is interesting to to, uh, connect those dots, Jeff, in a way that, uh, you know, uh, volunteering, uh, taking some time, if you can, and not all parents can. I know they all work. Parents have been working for decades, Uh, uh, volunteering at the school, coming, you know, coming uh, to a a field trip. Uh, The calendar is there all year round. They have calendars for the entire year. You know, you can plan to be at one thing a year if you can, you know, or or, uh, uh, attend a parent-teacher conference. Are you kidding? <laughs> I attend a parent teacher you
1: know,
5: conference? And Tina and James, I'll close with this. This is just my perspective, you know, for what it is. I think we're still dealing with the after effects of when the crack cocaine epidemic hit this, the inner well, state back in the 80s, the yeah. And I still think we're dealing the residual of that. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. drugs were flooded into our community That's deliberately. True. Deliberately. Yeah. And I mean, that drug, that one drug, crack cocaine, altered everything.
4: Yeah, it is. You it, know, it, it created
2: it a
3: will Trace that back and see where it comes from, too. Yeah,
2: it'd be interesting that subculture. You're right. That's where the term "crack babies" come from. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Thank yeah. 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 Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. But uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break and come back. We got several more calls on the line. Um, we'll be right back.
1: WTOC am w W236-CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310,
2: 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, it's open lines, and we can review. uh, And the lines are, uh, there's callers. (laughs) Okay, there's (laughs) callers so uh, let's go back to the phone lines Frank go ahead how are you Frank are you there is Frank there okay well let Frank if you're there uh, we can't hear you so if you'd like to call back uh, you can Uh, we're not getting um, yeah sky has got you potted up there so um, we're not getting anything from you so you may want to hang up and call back Uh, Pastor Reeves go ahead how are you
9: Hey, man, God bless you, uh, uh, Tina, you and, and your host, I tell you, you guys got a subject matter that is a hot topic uh, and has been for a little while. Uh, just a couple of things real quick, as as I want to share for myself, you know, uh, when you look at our community today, and actually any community, period, uh, there are three things that you want to consider when you look at a community, no matter where community, it, these three things are very important. Three, three institutions, number one, church, number two, home, number three, school. These three are the most important institutions you have in any community, and if one is out of place, mark it down, the other two are not going to work very well. If you look at today, we don't really incorporate the Lord a lot of times in too many of the conversations when it comes to what the problems are. Therefore, you got the house out of order and school out of order. When you look at it from that perspective, let me say this. I preached a message uh, years ago, and it was entitled, Bling, Bling, Bang, Bang, Why Are They So Angry? If you look at Genesis chapter 4, it'll kind of give you a picture as to the reason why we see what we see today. There was a question that God asked Cain, and he said, Where is thy brother? And he answered and said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? When you look at that from that perspective, what happens or what I got out of that was is if I am not my brother's keeper, I end up being my brother's killer. Mm -hmm. I end up being my brother's killer. And so if you look at the family structure today, how many fathers are really there in the home? That's another imbalance. How many of them are listening to what their moms are saying? That's another imbalance. How many of them are really going through school and really, you know, paying attention and, you know, have respect for elders and have respect for, you know, law enforcement and have respect for any leadership? How many respect the conversations that you have with them as young people? So when you think about all those things that are not contributing to helping them, it makes the picture look... Look real bad. And so when you see these young people with guns and, and different things, my wife was just sharing with me yesterday about somebody who had a, a taser in their possession uh, as a young person. And I'm saying, wait a minute, law enforcement only one are the only ones that are authorized to carry that type of stuff. How in the world are they getting these things? Well, like you just heard, you know, some are breaking in cars, some of them are doing other things, but the bottom line is, is there's not a lot of parental guidance and direction that's being given to them. And then number two, they're not in the environments that are going to cause them to be healthy in their thinking. And that's why we have to get the Lord back into the scenario because, again...
10: Well, how
2: did, how did... Uh, not meaning to interrupt you, Pastor. How did it lead? What... Oh, okay, you're, you're talking about the, the imbalance. Yes. Why why isn't the, why aren't you say that there's more of a need for the word? Well, where is it? Um You say that the word is, is not being said. Why is the word being rejected? Why is uh church membership uh, declining, you know, with each, you know, passing year? Why is there an imbalance in the family? What it you know, when, when you talk, you know, a lot of people point at, you know, I hear this all the time and I, I I'm yeah. going to, I, I got to push back against it. We don't have enough of the Lord. We don't have enough of the church. We don't have, well, No, tell me why. Tell me why, or tell me why you think that there has been a a, you know a drifting or a movement away. uh, Why people are why why young people are rejecting things that we as uh, young people of our generation used to not only accept but just uh, you know just just assume that that's the way it was. Why are they rejecting? Are we? Are we failing in, in 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 any way, shape, or form? Yes. Is the church failing? Yes. Is yes. is society? So why? I mean, I we can say every single day, kids we, need we, more we, this, we. kids need more that. But then, where is the? Okay, di- what, what? You know, where? You know, where's it gonna come from? How?
9: This. Have, you've heard, uh, Tina. You've heard this phrase before. Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. You've heard that before. Each one, teach one. So all of us have a certain part to play. But here's the thing. They see or they hear one thing and they see something different. They see something, you know, and that's why they, 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 they'll they see something in, you know, in, in the house of the Lord, and they'll see something different in their home. Mm-hmm. They'll see something, you know, in, in us, and then they'll see something different a little later on. So there's two different uh, types of lifestyles that are being lived, and that's why they're kind of confused. I would agree with this standpoint of the reason why the things are failing is, number one, is because a lot of us who say we really trust. God. The question is, is do we really trust God? And I mean, do we really? I ain't talking about, you know, this, see, you know, coming to Sunday and all that. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about after we leave the house is the same type of standard that is lived that the children can see. My parents are real. I yeah. just told somebody this the other day, and I went downtown uh, when mm-hmm. uh, Chaplain Merriweather was the chaplain at downtown mm-hmm. uh, in, in the, 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 the judicial system. And what happened was is I was invited to go downtown to speak to the men on Thanksgiving. Long story short, after it was over, the brothers wanted to spend at least 45 extra minutes with me to tell me Mm -hmm. that, number one, I thank you for taking the time to come to see about us. Number two, you are a real man of God we can tell the difference between the true and the fake. And this is what they end up saying to make the story short. After we get out of this service here, after we get finished spending our time down here, we're going to stop by to visit your church because we know that you got something for us to really gravitate Mm. to that we need. And that was a blessing. I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you, a lot of pastors may not have the same testimony, but I guarantee a lot of them got places packed to the brim.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. All
10: right. right. Pa- so past-
9: my point is, is this right here? Mm-hmm. If we live what we preach, they eventually will get.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the Crispy. juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing.
0: Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at K-I-S-Q-A-L-I dot com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
2: I think we got I, I to, when you say live what we preach, I think that some of the disconnect has to do with the fact that that maybe they don't maybe they want to live more so than being preached to you see what I'm saying? Rather than being yeah. preached to and told you need to be this, you need to be that. And rather than being told you're not this and you're not that they're you know, you're they're right. relating I'm, to I'm, I'm There's you. There's another way that you have to be able, you know, we, we have to be able to approach certain things in different ways. And the traditional yes. ways people keep talking about get the kids I'm, back. In the, no, then it's not working. If it I'm were working, you. there would be there would not be the exodus. We've got to look at it a different way. I mean, I think it can. I think a lot of things can. But we we cannot continue to just take comfort in 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 standard lines like, "Well, yeah. we need to get back to the world. We need no. We got to we got to go bet. We got to go beyond that." Well, well, yeah, and and we I, got if, go, hey, go, hey, go I, ahead, James. Go, go real ahead. Quick. Can I ask you yeah. real quick? Do you think
3: that? If, do you think that that the message that you're preaching every Sunday? Do, do you think that that there are Other distractions, I mean, sometimes people can't even Mm -hmm. uh, concentrate. They say attention spans are declining. Not that the message is different from what but do you think that people's attention spans are different?
9: Yes, because I think what it what it deals with is experience. Uh, like myself, I, I'm am a pastor that came up on the streets, just like everybody else did. I drank, party, gambled, cussed, fussed. I almost died off of cocaine. God delivered me, and then He put me right back in them same circles that I was ministering mm-hmm. to God's people with. I was in the Bethlehem House. I was in the halfway houses. I was in uh, uh, um, Wheeler Mission. I was that. You see, but here's my Thing. Once you minister even to them at the, the, the juvenile center, I've, I've been a part of the juvenile center system. The, here's the thing you give them what it is that they need. You guys know this as well as I do. How many of the individuals that were lepers, the ten lepers, how many of them really came back to the Lord after God helped all of them? Only one. And that's my point. So if you're telling me that there needs to be another message, I've even asked the young people, what is it that you want out of us and still cannot get a clear answer? And guess what? Only one or two of them ever come back to say, man, you really it's, helped me.
10: Maybe
2: maybe it's but not a better message. Maybe it's not a different message. Maybe it's the way the message is served. Because a lot, you <laughs> know, I I, the, I equate it to, you know, you, you you can have a healthy meal. And depending on how you put that meal on the platter, it's going to be received. Uh, yeah. y- it can look like junk. It, it can look like a mishmash of whatever. What is that? I can't figure all that out. Or it right. can look as appealing. Uh, it, it, it's just what appeals to, you know, to a certain spirit in terms of the way it's presented. and. Yeah. We yeah. can all present things a certain In way, a and and depending way. on the way we present it, that may influence and impact the way it's received. That's all. Sure. I, yeah. So, but I'm with you. But uh, but Pastor Reeves, good, very good points. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing with the kids, and keep you. up, you know, keep up working with them because. Yeah, you
9: know. like I said, each one, if we can reach mm-hmm. one,
2: it's all worth. It. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, uh, Miss Starr, go ahead star are you there? Yes, can you hear me on? Yes, I can hear you.
11: I appreciate everything that's being said today, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to add that what I think is really important in the lives of our young people is understanding where they are, understanding their pain, understanding their yeah. experiences, understanding the depth of their their suffering. I'm yeah. real quick mm-hmm. to tell them you know what they should be, what they shouldn't be. You know and instead of just sitting down
2: and listening to them listening let them tell you yes, yes.
11: listening
2: listening because they they're not going to respond to preaching a whole lot
11: yes I mean, no and this is not a criticism no. to uh preachers but no means, but i do think we're living in a different day and therefore it calls for different strategies
2: that's all i'm saying
11: you know think about in the, in the back in the day when they had those phones where you had operators and mm-hmm. the phone system is radically different today. Mm-hmm. Radically. So are our young people today. They are radically different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their experiences are radically different from ours.
2: You you really do have to look at them and think. Different. I mean, i I even see it with, I have to catch myself with, you know, with my two-year-old grandson. And I see it. I, and, and they they come here these kids come here born James I'm telling you they, they come here with a completely yes, different but, but I don't know where it as, comes from. As, Tina as
3: huh. the caller. what is it that that has their attention? because we have many more things that that, that compete for our attention. What is it
2: that has their attention? Our attention, both? our attention that's the point I was going to get to with with the, with my, my grandson. Our attention is what has their attention.
3: Yeah, right. I, and then so that, that goes back up. to what Pastor Reeve said. He said, if we say once they watch what we do, we're their examples. We're the adults. If we say one thing and do
2: another, they see that. But that's that's that that gets back to the to to, to telling them I I, I I not even to that. I'm not even there yet. I'm just saying to get their attention, to get them to even start that process, James, of watching. Um. Uh, that you have to, you you got to stop. I, I had to stop what you have to stop what you're doing and look at them and try to figure. Okay, what is it you're trying to tell me? Because you know, I you, you we can get very we're very quick to fall into do this because I said so. This is the way it is, and this is the way it's going to be. And because I said they're very inquisitive, they're very bright, uh, they're very analytical. Uh, they can uh, they can perceive and and process things in ways that maybe. Even ten years ago, kids their age and and very and on and and going forward, what may not necessarily have been able to do. So and and the 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 the, the uh, electronics that they have access to and things of that nature, they, those things talk to them in a different way. So if we are to reach them, we just I, I think. Maybe I'm talking crazy, whatever. But I, I just think that what gets their attention, what starts it, James. The, what I was saying was, what starts it is our attention,
10: our attention.
11: And I, I kind of think think that's make that's this what, last I, comment, if I may, and then I'm yeah. going to get off the line. Um, so you, you know, you were saying our attention, and that's really what I'm saying. I'm saying the same thing. We may be using yeah, yeah, expressions, but I'm I'm agreeing with you that what they need is our attention.
3: Yeah. I agree with our that.
11: Love. Mm-hmm. They need our support and it's, and and you know, you think about what a lot of parents today are doing. They're buying a lot of things, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Many mm-hmm. of
11: them are compensating for their inadequacies and you know, what they didn't have as a child. But a lot of times what a child really needs mm mm-hmm. It's for you to look them in their eyes.
2: Exactly.
11: And to hear their...
2: Hear what they're saying,
11: yes. When you do that, just something simple as listening to them. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what that says to them? It speaks volumes. It, it does. says they're important.
2: That's the point I was going to... Yeah, that's the and point I am making.
11: that's what they need. Many of yeah. our young people are lost out here because they don't feel connected. They don't feel valued. They don't feel appreciated. They don't feel heard. So I'm going to end on that note, but I just wanted to share that at the end of the day, love is the greatest gift that you can give our young people. It's Absolutely. that unconditional love, yeah. unconditional yeah. regard. And then I'm going to get off. Thank you so much. No,
2: I uh, thank you, Miss Starr. And, uh, and I agree. I think she and I were saying exactly the same thing, sitting them down, looking them in the eye, and letting them tell you, and then looking for that opportunity where you can connect. But if we go at them with a battery of You need to do, you know, this and that and whatever. We're going to loot because they're not they're going to tune it out. That's that's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying, James?
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, And I think she made some good points, too, about uh, love them. Mm -hmm. However, I you know, I just I I don't want to get to the point where I say, okay, you raise me now. (laughs) No,
2: no. Tell me how to raise you. No, no. I mean, they—they well, they need to be right. They need boundaries. They need love, and re- and that, thats part of loving them too—is—is is boundaries and 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 respect and things of that nature. But what I'm saying is, all of that, you know, that that's established or what have you. But if he was saying how to get there, you know, how do you know what's what's what what appeals to them and what's on their mind and what they're thinking?
3: We have to listen to them. Yeah, you got to listen to them. But they, uh, you talked about how smart they are now. You know, they are. They are extremely. Knowledge is, is increased exponentially but you know you you, you still they're, they're still looking you st- for you
2: you still have a responsibility yeah, yes they're
3: looking for you to set an example for them because they don't know
2: and, how- and I would never say that that is not the case I guess yeah. maybe what I'm trying to say that is in a va- you know in a vacuum and and it's part of the equation has to be what uh miss starr and I were talking about yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That has to be in there. you uh, got to look them in the eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Darlene, go ahead. Darlene, are you there? Darlene, okay, let's go to uh, Let's go to Sherry. Sherry, are you there?
12: Yes, hello. Hello. Hello, yeah. hey. Hey. Uh, hi, Tina and James. I just want to call and give my condolence to the families and teenagers across the Indiana, especially Indianapolis, with the killings of our children. Yes, but yeah. some of the things that everybody misses—that I have said several times—we're dealing with so much with our children. Yeah, they are stressed about by so many things. But one of the things I see, like I, I always said, is that they need discipline. And inside the home, I feel like
2: absolutely structure that makes them feel safe, loved, and needed. Those are and
12: needed, but you know, it's part of love.
2: That's part. I just said that. Don't get that. Yeah, a lot of them don't get that, and they don't have that.
4: Yeah.
12: One thing I want everybody to see, Tina, uh, today. You and James said something very crucial today, and it was about the large corporations of things, the imbalance of. Money. It is no color. I want us to stop saying that in our community. i have stressed that these dollars are green, and it has no color to the mass corruption that they do.
2: No, okay. Now, the mm-hmm.
12: people behind it. Now, one side, James, is playing a heck of a game, you know what I mean, just like the parties mm-hmm. of Republican mm-hmm. Democrats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if everybody starts picking up information and see that they also de-educated one sector of all the communities in 50 states, which are the metropolitan areas of predominantly black. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The parenting has, across both plateaus, the rich and the poor, from taking discipline out the home, but both of them have played that part. But you know the the. These uh, entities called the CP, the Child Protective Services, and the lawyers and all them, they're yep. with our mental health. Our lawyers sometimes
4: mm-hmm.
12: like drop the ball. And then in the mental health, we're, 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 we're using CPS for kind of crazy things. They are needed, but this is the thing. How are we using it? How are we using our dollars? How are we using our power? has killed our community today I'm a woman a woman who has been in every entity dealing with our children and I see that the biggest problem is letting our kids be accountable for their actions. But discipline has to be part of the equation. It absolutely does, and that gets back to parental responsibility. Because remember, our parents prayed with us
2: and
4: took us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. uh, But that's all part
2: of the structure, Sherry. That's all part of the structure that responsible adults uh, should put in place. And then listen, yes, absolutely. Yeah.
12: Now, so let me ask both of you this question: What I would like to see my community, because I challenge you guys all the time. I touch our kids, like the little boy that died. I coached him when he was six years old as a basketball player for LNO in the gym at Watkins, at the gym at Douglas, at the gym mm-hmm. at Eastern Star, at the gym at the schools at Arsenal Technical High School. I have been around these children. They are crying out, but you know one thing I do? I don't have to hit them. I just show discipline and strength and structure in their life, and they still come back. Absolutely, so because that's what they respect. we have a huge problem because that's one of the things that uh, we got in our generation. Do y'all remember? We went to school, and we got in trouble. The principal, we had to go to principal or the dean office. You know, we knew we were in trouble. Um, I, I, I can tell you, I, I got paddled.
2: And well uh, there was but you know what, Sherry, there was more you know, of a cooperative a cooperative and a sense of community and, and, and a, a, a working relationship. Everybody
12: was working toward the same thing. The school, together, the parents, everybody
2: that, was working together toward the same thing. Yeah, it's called a, a sense village. of village.
12: And so I mean, we need yeah. to bring this village back that I feel that we love and, and, and parents who are getting their kids caught up in the streets. Uh I had to do a, a drastic mm-hmm. thing. I have to, I'm leaving Indianapolis to save my child. I don't want to leave Indianapolis, but I have to make a change so he cannot be killed in the streets. Mm-hmm. So what What do I do but make sure I be the adult for mine? Is he mad that I'm taking friends that just is laying in the morgue today in his life from him?
4: Mm-hmm.
12: No, I have to stand up and say no more. When I turned and and cut his hair off because he wanted to act a fool in tech high school because he didn't want to get his work or be cool with the other people or uh, Mm -hmm. when he was in junior high, I did that because I loved him. I loved him to say, stay alive. You have a purpose in life, parents. Mm -hmm. I am talking to you especially. But to my leaders and to my community, Y'all came out for this primary, and I do like it. But we need more help. What is more help? Understanding what we are voting for in that office. Because like James told you, the statistics of things, Mm -hmm. of the rich and poor, we being poor have a vote to take him out his office and require the man that is going to change the school system and the things that need to be done it has to take a vote which is more powerful than a dollar and i want us to stand up because if we do this in indianapolis we can do it anywhere so Mm -hmm. tina I just want my people to understand, stay with your votes, please. I love you guys, and we can do this, and I pray for every family who is missing a child. I love you.
2: And Sherry, thank you so much, and I I certainly sympathize with you. Uh, Definitely hate to see you leave our community, but we do understand, and you you do what you need to do. So thank you, Sherry, and we're we're thinking of you, and we're praying for you, okay? Absolutely. Uh, Ron, go ahead. How are you?
13: How are you and, and uh, your guest?
2: Um, Doing
4: well. I'm
13: gonna I'm gonna be short mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's a lot of this. You combine it all together, mm-hmm. everyone's ideal of what is mm-hmm. going on and how to change, mm-hmm. and it boils down to parental leadership and guidance and everything else that that we've been saying but it starts at home. It starts with the parents. And the biggest thing of of the generations that are coming on now, Mm -hmm. from our generation and my generation, I'm 70 years old, okay? Mm -hmm. Parents are getting younger and grandparents are getting even younger. Mm -hmm. You have a generation of kids today that don't know what it is to sit at the kitchen table or the dining room table with their parents no radio no television no anything
2: so how do we we get it how do we get it back that's my my thing what do we do you just tell parents okay start doing this what i'm saying yeah no no
13: and that's not what i'm saying i'm trying to find a how to get it back too but it's like i say the parents and the grandparents are are so young now okay they didn't have the guidance coming up and they didn't know how to give the guidance and I don't know what it is because we cannot allow so, streets to teach our kids. So,
2: where do we fill the gap?
13: I, I, I don't know, Tina. I'm, I'm just. You know, people I'm, are, that, that's the I thing, and
2: I, I get it, and I am 100% with everybody that's identifying problems. I get it. I get it.
13: But no one Je, but, knows how to solve it.
2: Exactly. I mean, things just didn't appear. Things just right. did not appear. I mean it, it didn't just we didn't just arrive here. Something happened so, along the way. You know, this is something I, happened that, along that the was, way. Something happened. Thing. Something has been happening. Something is continuing to happen along the way. So it's and our it, responsibility rather than continue right. to label and point right. and, and categorize it. Okay, we all we pretty much know, we see. Right. I, I think we have more of a responsibility to start rolling up the sleeves and trying to figure out where to start work you know or where to, that that to me is 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 far yeah. more crucial we we know that we you I know agree.
13: huh and that's where i agree with you at because we just we gotta find the solution to this and there are uh, a thousand theories okay mm-hmm. uh, how to get this thing back on track but i don't know what and i don't think anyone knows what the solution is And I hope that it doesn't take this generation just dying off.
2: Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah,
13: You know, and I I hope it doesn't take that. Mm -hmm. I hope that somewhere along the line we look back before in our final days and say, you know what, it got back to where it was. I don't know how it got back to where it was, Mm -hmm. but I hope it never gets that way again. Mm -hmm. Right now, I just don't have the solution to it. All I know is Mm -hmm. that. Parental guidance is going to be the key. Yeah. Okay. And and we can we can, uh, it's like uh, Ida B. Wells said. I'm paraphrasing her. We you can pray all you want, but if you don't get up and do something, God's not going to do it by for you. In other words, He's got to know that you're trying mm-hmm. to do something too. And so I, I, you know, I would thought one time I said, you know what? i would listened to people saying, you know, they should bring back the draft.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody and said I'm that the other trouble. day.
13: Yeah, and I'm saying no because I was part of the, what they call the Volar Army.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay,
13: I volunteered in the early '70s, trying to go to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. But the but once I got a part of the Volar Army, you know what my position was? I don't want anybody in here that doesn't want to be in here because we got the most, we had the most, and still do the most professional military.
4: Mm-hmm.
13: But there are things the military can help, and I saw some of the negative things that were happening in society when I was deep in the military because I was a drill instructor. And I could see the different attitudes the kids were mm-hmm. bringing into the military as a drill instructor. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't—it would take them longer to accept uh, the uh, uh, the discipline that we were trying to, to mm-hmm. instill and enforce on them. And, 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 uh, and if they were reservists or National Guard, <laughs> they, they were smart enough to take that— but that short length of time, yeah. 15 weeks, and then they went back home, and they, and they, they lost it. Yeah. Some of them kept it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had parents come to me and say, well, my son never made his bed, <laughs> you know. So I don't know what the solution is, Tina. I wish I did know because if I did, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be worrying about my grandkids whenever they leave the house.
2: Oh, I know. well, yeah. Thank, thank you, Ron. I appreciate it. And uh minor adults. Uh, one's almost 30, and the others, uh, you know, in her late 20s. So, uh, and I, it, I, my heart jumps and in my you're mouth. Still concerned. So, oh, absolutely. If they say they're going out to dinner with some friends, I can't, I can't relax until they tell me they're home. And that's what Dion and I talk about that dynamic all the time because Dion's uh, young adults are the same age as my young adults, almost identically the same age. And we talk about that, about how absurd our feelings are that, you know, he says if his son takes a ride along to gets on the bicycle and takes a ride along the Monon, it it makes him uneasy. Um, His daughter meets some friends in Broad Ripple, just like my daughter meets some friends in Broad Ripple. I can't I can't relax until tells me, you know what I mean? It's just. And it yeah. shouldn't be that way but it is. But James, you were yeah. wanting to add something. I'm sorry. I, well, I
3: just just this. And I'm not you know I'm not trying to be the savior of the world, but we have a moral and with respect to Ron. I'm I'm not saying we'll come without a solution we have a moral emergency, and if anyone looks at all of the dynamics of what people do and when they 're doing it and what they used to do and when people were more in the church, we have a moral emergency today. Now, how do you fix it? How do you fix it? Well <laughs> you return to what you return to what worked in the past, and it wasn 't it, it, you know that's why I agree with Sherry. We have to go back to where the way it was, where we were not killing each other so much that we are now. I was looking at this report from Sudan. It's not just here in the United States. The Sudanese in in um, Western Sudan, Tina. Just for a reference point, the the the, the, Ch- the Chad the Chadish people. I guess I got this. I may have this wrong, but these are the the, the black Arabs. They are slaughtering, raping women. Uh, African, um, you know, black African uh, um, uh, 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 citizens of that country, and causing them to uh, Sudan and causing them to, to to flee to Chad because it's ethnic cleansing, you know, because their hatred for them. We never hated so um, each other so much, and that's progress. That's progress where we. and, and I was just looking at the screen. They were uh, a picture of a college campus because they were talking about, you know, anti-Semitic and anti-Islamic. Is, is mostly anti-Semitic incidents on these campuses, and I, they must have shown a picture with two hundred people walking down the sidewalk at a college. Every, I'd say, ninety-five percent of them were looking at their phones.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They were looking at their phones. Yeah. You know, so what is it that we worship in this country? What What is it that we want? What is it that we put first? And I, you know, I'm i done. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be the savior of the world. But if we look at it, we're in a moral emergency. Yeah.
2: Phones, I, 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 I associate phones with connection. People want to be connected. They want to stay connected. Uh, Facebook, connection, uh, 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 affirmation. Uh, that's what people are so desperately uh, wanting and so desperately addicted to, which is why the phones are just, I mean, am they're almost an appendage to the body. Uh, let's go to um, let's see. Uh, let, let's go to a commercial break real quick actually because we're we're past that. Thanks James, we'll be right back.
1: Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station.
2: And we're back with Community Connection. Uh, James Patterson here, our Community uh, Connection contributing analyst. On a Friday, open lines and weekend review. And James, when the lines are open, um, you know what? There, there's a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of passion, a lot of you know, people are really, really concerned. I mean, we're we're having good conversations. I think we're having good conversations yeah, about yeah. um, about. Uh, you know, but yeah, the. Um, there, there is a dangerous trend that needs to be reversed. I think we all agree on that.
3: Yes. Yeah, we, we, you know how mm-hmm. to do it. There's, there are different opinions on that. Mm-hmm. But we, we can all see what's happening. We can all see our society mm-hmm. deteriorating. We've got two 14-year-olds now in the last 14 yeah. hours. Yeah. Lives. Knocked out, Tina.
2: I know. No, it just hard. ridiculously. Just yeah. ridiculously. And it just it just breaks my heart to even think. Of, uh, it's hard to even think about processing that. Um, let's go back to the phone line. Starlene, go ahead. How are you?
11: Yes, Tina. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am enjoying your show. One thing I haven't heard is that what's missing is prayer.
2: No, we that's been spoken of quite a well, bit, they may, actually.
11: They may have said it, but you know what? Prayer is is a commandment. It's something that you do always. And um, there's a difference in praying through. And the scripture says, when you pray, believe. And I hear so many people saying, I worry about this and worry about that. But call a prayer meeting and see how many people come. So people are saying they're praying, but they may be praying on the run they may may be praying while they're watching TV but God wants our attention and some of what's happening especially among the believers in the church holy church I, I dare you to call a prayer meeting every wednesday and see how many people show up even look at the mega churches see how many people come to prayer if we are, are if we are desperate for a change, they said, "If you want something you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done."
2: Then we why? need to pray. People have say. people have prayed. Why won't they come? Why do you why do you say they won't come? Just just quickly. Why why would you say that they would not show up?
11: I'm not. Only a few will show up. Why a few? Why? Because you know what? Prayer is not that important to them. No, you think? Yep. Yep. Well,
2: I I don't know. Yep.
4: I don't
11: know. And, and you know, if I could just
3: add to her real quick, the, 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 the Muslims pray on Friday, the, the, every Friday, the Hindus pray. But like uh, Darlene said, believers are commanded to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. So you can't just pray and give up. You've got to continue to pray. Mm-hmm. And then I think what she's trying to say is you'll see a,
2: you'll see a change. Okay, uh, Josephine, go ahead. How are you?
8: Hi, uh, both of you. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna listen to everything everybody is saying. It's a combination of everything you said.
2: Mm-hmm. It has to be, yeah. Mm-hmm.
8: The solution to everything you're saying, and each individual. There's child no silver requires, bullet. There's no silver is, bullet. Requires, no, each individual child requires something different for mm-hmm. each one.
2: But what they can all, what they can all benefit from, is a commitment to a commitment. You know, a commitment to them. Uh, The fact that you you see what I'm saying, that everybody can if if you're committed to making sure that this person, this child is raised in the right way to the very, very, very best of your ability, uh, then that's what they can benefit from more than anything. You know, it starts with the commitment to the child. And I I just don't think enough people are committed to, to the to the youth. I mean. Not in ways that are meaningful, I guess. I don't know. Like you said, James, a commitment. Well, why, the commitment. Why aren't
3: they, and, Tina? Tina I, why aren't they busy
2: with their lives? And you know why? You, because you know what? You make a child, uh, you put a child on punishment to make them behave. Guess what? You put yourself on punishment too, because you got to enforce it.
4: That, so you, gotta you know, be there.
2: <laughs> you got to be there, and you and you got to make sure that it goes the way it's supposed to go. And that's not always easy, but it's necessary. So again, the, the well, commitment well, on your well, part well, to
8: commit well, to well, being well, there for that well, child, well, huh? This may sound kind of corny or something, but uh, people may not believe this. But it all started back in the 60s with birth control. I may, I may step on some people's toes, but it led to a promiscuous acting with people. I don't have to get married. I can be fancy free. I can do whatever I want to and not get pregnant. I can do a male. I can have sex with whoever I want to, and they won't get pregnant. And there was this one particular song Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. I hated that song so much. It was called Me and Mrs. Jones.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he got got a, Billy he Paul. Died
8: we got a B- thing Billy going Paul. on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. got to be extra that, careful. That,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: that opened up the door to a I, lot. I think that, it defined
2: a generation. And Josephine, thank you again for that, because um, Josephine points up something that we we talked about as well, James. There are certain periods in time that define. Uh, you know, certain generations. And she's absolutely correct And that, you know, the sexual revolution uh, of the 60s was certainly a defining time. And, it, it certainly was. Yeah. Some of
3: us, you know, like yeah. like Josephine,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, like you you're on the you're the baby end of that. But I mean, really, my generation, maybe Jeffs,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, you know, we went through that, and we are not squeaky clean. <laughs> we were, we did that too. That's why we can tell these young people, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what's at the end of the line on that? You yeah. bring a child in the next eighteen years, you're responsible. You're it, You bring a child it. by. Three different women, you got
2: three different children you're responsible for. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, Ron, go ahead. How are
6: you? Lovely, Tina. Lovely, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wishing you guys all the best, like always, and hope it's it um, you know, a great benefit and as we get into next week. Um, James, you mentioned the gross domestic product. Do you remember that? Yes. James, do you know that black people control $1.6 trillion in America? They do. We would be the 16th wealthiest country in the entire world. You know, that's a lot of money. That's not black or white. That's just a lot of money. Brian,
3: what I said was, even though you're right about that, we would be one of the wealthiest nations if you just took that statistic, you know, that you mentioned.
7: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
3: And we would be one of the wealthiest nations in the world you know, if you just incubated the, the black dollar, the black GDP in America. However, we're still six to one in the wealth gap. So, yeah, if we and use what we had, and go ahead, I don't want to cut you off, but if America, we use what we, we had, we could we, do much we better.
6: Barely, we are barely six to one when it comes to numbers, and the Latinos are about to move us if they have not already moved us. Okay, so popular- why, Ron, popular- why, what
3: are we doing with the wealth that we have? Make your point.
6: James, we're buying hair, we're buying nails, we're buying um, cologne. I also saw uh, another article that told how we spend our money. Uh, and if, if where's Emotep when you need it? He's the guy who does all the Googling and knows everything and the statistics do. It's just that I know that we could do better, and it might not hurt. Um, and you won't, uh, you won't like this. Don Lemon said it. What about there's 70 percent of black children are born out of wedlock. You may have parents, but you don't have two doing their absolute best mm-hmm. to try to raise those two children or or whatever number of children properly. If you had parents,
4: mm-hmm.
6: mom and dad trying their best to provide a good life for their children. That would be the beginning. IvoTep also mentioned children learn their best in that first three, four, five years. That's where we need to be most um, effective in how we're going to try to train them, how we're going to try to uh, give them a way to learn. Children do almost nothing more than want the attention and approval of their parents.
2: Um, you know what, when he was saying, uh, I, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to double check the numbers and I, I'm not, believe me, I'm not familiar with all of them, but 70% of, of black children born in the United States of America are born out of wedlock. Um, I wonder how much that number has changed since slavery, James. Yeah, um, because that's the institution no, that underscored that. Pr- I mean, that's yeah, the, that's where it all began. Not, not much. It's I. Yeah, been, yeah. Very
3: high. Yeah. Like yeah. we were talking about the the wealth gap yeah. and redlining, Tina, yeah. and you name it, discrimination, yeah. um, gun laws, you name it, mm-hmm. and that
2: has contributed to it. Mm-hmm. Not an excuse. Not an excuse. But you can't just an explanation. Those, uh, factors yeah. out of it. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Uh, Marvin, go ahead. Um,
6: yeah, my thing is that. Uh, I was hearing exactly what people were saying about the parenting Mm -hmm. of um, what's going on with the the Mm -hmm. parents. Mm -hmm. The deal is, if we don't learn to respect our children ourselves, we can't cut our children out, call them the N word, and talk to them any kind of way, and think that they're going to be respectful, too. I mean, because I think it's the parents' fault that we are faithful and we expect our children to Mm -hmm. respond differently. That just don't happen like that. So we have to be the example instead of standard day in and day out if we want our children to change. We are the examples.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and that's that's a good point. Uh, we were losing you a little bit there, Marvin, but I, I think I got and, – and that's a point that has been underscored several times in, in several of these uh, – the calls yeah. that we've been seeing. Uh, set a good example as a parent. You know, set a good example. Uh, Mr. Russell, go ahead. How are you?
14: Great program, hot show. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, this This is something, this is an issue that's very difficult to solve in a few minutes.
4: Well, yeah, radio talk show,
14: But yeah. there's some things that are coming out that are, that are really good, I think. I think that uh, one thing we need to look at is what is going on in like communities uh are you know uh mm-hmm.
2: culture, culture. So, yeah, cultural influences yeah uh, cultural you, you,
14: you have like uh, uh, the so-called uh, other groups in, in this country that don't necessarily have the uh, mm-hmm. problems that we have as a group and uh why is that
2: uh yeah and, and each culture you know each subset we all have our own we all have our own crosses to bear so to speak yeah but yeah some that don't have it but then we've got some that they don't have they've got some that we don't have and so yeah mr russell i completely agree
14: but yeah. but you know we, we as a group of uh, i'd say black americans mm-hmm. because so many people have what i call the uh, mm-hmm. The uh, outer layer syndrome, mm-hmm. you know, because once you take off the outer layers, everybody's the same.
2: A lot of ways. You're yeah. right.
14: You're right. It, yeah, but people don't look at it like that, but it's true. But but the thing of it is, I think that you look at things like, mm-hmm. remember in Los Angeles, uh, maybe, what, 30, 40 years ago, you had the blood and the crypts mm-hmm. that were killing each other over colors. You know? yes yes
2: yes and, yes
14: yes mm-hmm. and and somehow I think that's been kind of resolved or at least you don't hear about it anymore so what what led to changing them you know to make that disappear
2: well the, I the, think yeah okay, go ahead you're right uh
14: I, I think you look at those kind of successes and try to uh, mm-hmm. emulate that when it comes to young people shooting each other or killing each other or yeah. whatever yeah because I think it is a spiritual problem and uh uh, you have to treat it as such,
4: yeah. Okay. And
14: uh, but but that was a, to me that was a success because I can remember going to L.A. back in the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. and you, that was a terrible problem.
4: Yeah,
2: well, certainly, but, uh, yeah, certainly, Mr. Russell, good food for thought, and and thank you for that. And and you know that makes sense; it makes absolute sense yeah, because that, it, that's quieted down. So you know what worked then, but uh, I, I I like Mr. Russell's point that something will work. Something does work. You know, you just pay enough attention to it and stay at it long enough, you can get to it. Dietrich, go ahead.
15: Yes, thank you. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. She was saying me, um I was in a single-parent home, and I was meddling with my mom, asking her a question, I met this guy, and I went to go visit him. He was in Michigan City. But what I'm saying is, uh, these young people and these parents— and this whole city of Indianapolis just those shootings last night. I'm watching the news,
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I only
15: got Reverend Charles Harrison. But we need to hire black people that looks like us, black men, to rally around in these schools, in these streets, uh, like that commercial. Where's your parents? They had that back then, yeah. You know, but uh, we need the whole thing. We need black men, you know, even if they in prison. Hey, get them out for a day or two and uh, let them get back in, let them break their time. So, yeah, yeah, that's my main focus. That's a good idea. The ones that's in prison Mm. uh, to uh, Mm -hmm. get black men to talk to black men because it's black women.
2: They can, they, they can do only so much. Only so much. And I would agree, Dietrich. I would agree 100%. And you know what? There's another, this is something to think about um, utilizing all of the resources that are available uh, at our fingertips and then maybe resources that we're not thinking of utilizing. Untapped resources, I think, is what Dietrich is, is making yeah, a point about. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, Sam, go ahead.
10: I'll keep this short. Two, two words that you guys were talking about. I'm going to call it the EC expectation and their consequences, expectations of your children, their consequences to your good and and bad behavior. Number two, when someone's talking about the Word, uh, i got to ask the preachers. When I was coming up, uh, there weren't a church in every corner in the middle, but one of the things when I was coming up, there was Vacation Bible School and at the Methodist church in there for two weeks, and then was like around going in a circle. Mm -hmm. Then the next church had the next two weeks. So all summer long, the children had vacation Bible school through the churches. Uh, Are you guys teaching the children? What are you guys doing in the church? Okay? Do you have something where you are welcoming the children and have a Sunday school or a children's church that's teaching them? That that leads to Well the problem. said
2: Okay, go ahead.
10: Go well ahead. what my mama said the answers in his word, Proverbs twenty two, six, train mm-hmm. up a Savan, mm-hmm. ways to go. Go read the rest. The next thing is number two, where Same. there's no vision. I think it was Jeff saying that doing all kind of other stuff when he's nineteen, mm-hmm. he was at Ball State. Where there's no vision the people perish. The third thing is it's about prayer. If my people, which are called by my name, shall yeah. humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, and get get check this out, Tina, and San- turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I'm done. Have a good weekend. God bless. Okay. And God bless y'all, Sam. All right. Thank
2: you, Sam. Uh, final call. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. How are you? Okay, all right. Hope I don't step on
16: anybody's toes, but I'm going to start with myself and say, us and we. We need to uh, be honest with ourselves. Do we just like talking about this situation or do we really want to do something about it? Well, yes, we for, we for some solutions? Some of the solutions we can do is maybe one day have your radio station where kids are at, maybe at a school.
2: <coughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, now we can.
4: Yeah,
16: yeah. sorry about that. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing we can do. Is uh, take your radio station to where the kids are at, whether it's boys club, a school activity, and ask the kids. Right now, we got a lot of adults, and we all say the same thing: mm-hmm. our kids. We need to listen to our kids, but we're not listening to our kids. We listen to each other. Right. Say the same things over and over, week by week by week. Yep. Another thing, I-, I said something a couple years ago, and I'm gonna step on some toes. If we're really honest, we're really serious. We would tell our brother Dion Levison, the- that other radio station that's under you guys, to stop playing that garbage music that our kids are listening to. Uh, I, I had on attorney one day and little Kodak Black. I didn't realize what he was saying. When I found out what he was saying, he's saying he took a fake pill. He knew it was fake. He called himself a gremlin. So you got a lot of these kids out here saying, I can handle a fake pill. I don't care what's on it. I'm going to take it anyway. And they're dying in these streets because of these fake pills. So we got to be honest and say, do we want to just talk about it or do we want to be about it? And that's I said that about two years ago. That other radio station, they play a lot of garbage that our kids listen to. And our kids are listening to this garbage, and they take taking it in, and they're thinking that stuff is real life. So Do we really want to do something about it, or are we just going to keep talking
4: mm-hmm. and keep
16: saying this is the problem, this is a problem, this is a problem, and are we going to be part of the solution? And what are we doing? Ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Brother M.O.T.E.P., I wish he would get back on here. I think we kind of ran away on the station. But I know he did stuff with the kids out in the community. What are we actually doing? Are you just coming on here, calling the radio station, preaching to the crowd? Are you actually doing something mm-hmm. on your on your time and on your dime to mm-hmm. help out these kids and get to know these kids and understand where these kids are coming from? And we keep, we keep saying, well, when I was this age or while I was that age. We yeah,
2: just, that doesn't work. That doesn't work.
16: That doesn't work. No. Nope. You know, our parents said that. Our grandparents said that. That mm-hmm. never worked. Mm-hmm. That never ever work. And I don't that's going to work. That's not going to work now. We need to get to Well, I tell you, you they're what, they're if having.
3: something doesn't work, Kevin, what they're going to do is end up killing each other. They do they're going to anyway. kill each other. They're, gonna each they're other going to kill each other when now. you when you know, we talked about what they what they care about. What they care about is what's in their hands. And what, and what they see people do, you know, you can talk to them too. they're blue in the face, but they've got to realize that there's a way to grow up. They can't just make things up and be a whole new, uh, because look at what we're in. We have two 14-year-olds killed in the last 48
16: hours. What we're watch, doing I, now is not working. They, they watch, because they're watching us. Like, like the pastor said, he was so yeah. key on point with that. They're watching yeah. us. We're saying that's one thing. Right. We're calling radio stations. we preaching to the choir. But when we get out in, these, we get out in the community, we're doing the opposite mm-hmm. of what we're preaching to these kids. And they see that. They look at us as hypocrites. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't want to go to church. They said that same. I was in the street. When I was in the street, the same person that was in the in the in the uh, pool pit or in these, in these churches talking about do this, do that, was coming to the neighborhood and buying dope.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
16: And that's exactly what they were doing. So they were telling us. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we have to we have to allocate. But you know what, Kevin, you made a thank you, Kevin. And you made a really good point about uh, and and I do want to get on that a little bit more. uh, James is uh, more young voices on this show. Uh, more of a forum, more of an opportunity uh, to hear from young people because you know we're like he said we're preaching to the choir we're talking to each other.
3: Um, yeah, and I, I do think that this helps that that they hear it. Although you know cause well, we've heard of people who say we don't listen to it, but you're right, you're right. So they can interact with the the, the callers of older ages. So mm-hmm. they can you know I mean the the, the conversation is going to be good.
2: Yeah, and and the only time we actually get that perspective is once a year when we do our. Suicide prevention and awareness. Uh, mm. uh, stop the music. We have a lot of young people in, and I think what I may do is to gather some more uh, of those young folks, and then some of the young folks that those young folks know, and, and see if we can get some panels together and get some yeah. young people if in here to talk. talk so yeah, and be and honest about up. it and open up. I, I like that idea. What Kevin was talking about because I think that that's 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 really good, and we should do it more than we do do it, uh, but we should do it more than once a year. Um, I think there should be more of a commitment to that. So thank you for that, Kevin. I really appreciate that uh, idea. And uh, you can believe that we will be working in that direction. Absolutely in that direction. So, uh, James, a robust conversation um, today. Uh, on Open Lines, as always, uh, thank you to all of the callers and, and everybody that called in and weighed in. And, and believe you me, it didn't it didn't just go out the window. We're going to keep after it. We're definitely going to yeah, keep after I, it. Yeah, I think, you know,
3: that it did some good. I mean, uh, this mm-hmm. this radio station reaches a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not convinced that young people are not listening to it because I know a few of them myself that do. But like uh, like you said, you know, it would be good to just get them in there and let's hear what they say say what why they're doing or why they think mm-hmm.
2: the way they think mm-hmm. indeed indeed and we need to get a good cross section too because not all young people are the same right uh just like not all of us are the same so th- there we go there we go we we got to be we got to be mindful of that so we're we're going to try to do that as well but thank you everybody uh have a great weekend james hope you have a good one too stay dry oh it's the rain yeah, stopped you're
3: right you're happy oh the rain has stopped yeah i don't know if we're going to see those the the sunshine it's trying to push out here hopefully some places especially west of the metro area will get sunshine today. We're gonna cool off everybody, so drag your coats out.
4: Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, that's all the time we have for right now. Willie Moore Junior on the radio is up next. Thanks everybody. Hope you have a great weekend. I'm Tina Cosby for James Patterson. Thank you as always, James. Hey! Happy Thanksgiving, team. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. That's right. I won't see yeah. you again until after Thanksgiving. You have a wonderful one. Okay. Yeah, All you right. As well, we'll Thank talk you. to you. Take care. Yeah.